Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So today's show. I'm talking about Blackout. This album is incredible. I don't think it's been given its fair share of praise. I think the work itself was overshadowed by what Britney was going through in her personal life. Pretty sure. I mean, we all kind of have some sort of image in our brain when we say Blackout, Britney Spears. Um, and I mean, we see like her shaving her head and we see her taking the giant umbrella and smashing the paparazzo's window with it. Did she break glass? That I can't remember. I can't remember if she actually broke the glass or if she was just, if she went for it, but it didn't happen. Also, those giant umbrellas, you only see those on a golf course or at a really fancy hotel when it rains and they're like, miss, please take this umbrella and we totally trust that you're going to return it. That is, they put so much trust in us. At those fancy hotels with those big umbrellas. So here's a question. Where did Brittany get that umbrella? I guess she's just a, a a fancy. Oh man, am I starting a rumor? Maybe Brittany stole an umbrella. She never returned the fancy umbrella to the fancy hotel. Oh my gosh. Mystery solved. Um, I just heard a snap and that's because my friend Brittany, my friend Brittany, not Brittany Spears, um, my friend Brittany Ross gave me this um, stress putty. It's really fun to play with. It's just, it all it is is silly putty, but you just like play with it as you're talking, just as you're doing anything really, but you'll just need at least one hand. But anyways, I'm really enjoying it. So if you hear a snap, that's what I'm doing. These are the things you do when you're an anxious person. You just work through it with some adult silly putty. Um, okay, I'm talking to Jason McAuliffe and Annie Mebbin in this episode. And Jason McAuliffe is the showrunner of Heathers. And Annie Mebbin is the head writer of Heathers. And you're like, Heathers, you mean the movie? And I'm like, no, I mean the TV show. And you're like, the TV show? Where can I watch it? And I would have said the Paramount Network, except the Paramount Network has pulled the show from its network. What the fuck? Am I right, you guys? Come on. The show is great. And I'm so, I'm so bummed for everyone involved. Uh, I was on the show. I, I was going to pop in occasionally and be a, a crazy teacher named Ms. Zabrowski. Thank you, Jason, for having me. It was so such an amazing set, an amazing group of people, um, the writing, the entire cast, the sets, the costumes. It was just like, it was incredible. But for all I know, this world is moving so fast. It's found a new home and it's probably on some streaming platform and you've already devoured all 10 episodes. Who knows? Who knows, you guys? We just need to trust. We need to put it out in the universe. I don't know. Do we put things out into the universe anymore? Is it like, do we still secret things? you know, to us and into our lives. 
I have no idea. But uh, what I do know is that it's a great show. And there are no two better people to talk about Blackout with than Jason McAuliffe and Annie Mebbin. So without further ado, we need to talk about Brittany. Woof. Get ready. No, she has. So this is, she's already been in and out of rehab. Those are extensions. Um, And she shaved her head. Oh, she did shave her head. So this, this was before the official release. Wait. This is, it's, um, it's before, it's right before the official release of the album, but she has shaved her head. This is post, post breakdown. So she had had her breakdown. So this is supposed to be her coming back, but like, like she's, she's, she's not in it. Yeah. She's really... Phoning it's like it in. She doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, this is dark. And um, apparently, Justin Timberlake uh, had gone backstage to see her uh, and to say hi and like check in. Um, and she freaked out right before, like the day of this performance. Really? Which, yeah, but she's clearly. That's a a long time it's also um i mean i think it's pretty clear she's on drugs Ludes yeah, or something she's yeah definitely on xanax which is not what you want to be on when you're dancing he's concerned <laughs> so yeah. the, so after this so this was like a public disaster yes <laughs> this is it's sad it's like not Fun. Yeah. Because, like, I'm a slave. Remember her walking out? Yeah. Whatever. We'll save it for the thing. You know what it's like? It's like a like a stripper that's, like, at the end of her shift. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And just, like, not... <laughs> It would be like if I woke up from a nap and someone's like, you're on the VMAs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some hope right there. She That uh-huh. was a good move. I remember also, everyone calling her fat after this. Yeah, and she had just had her second child. Yeah. <laughs> People were calling her fat? Yes. Oh, fuck But you've got to remember, this was 20, yeah, 10 years right. ago when, like, thick, like everyone was anorexic, and now everyone's thick, so now... Yeah. This would be, like, great now. Yeah, again, Brittany uh, was always ahead, ahead of the of, curve. Ahead of Oh, Aww. 50 cent. <laughs> and like, look how much went into it, like all this. She's not even like, oh, Rihanna is laughing at her. Oh, that's tough. Oh, this is the worst part. I think too, by this point, she was like, get me off the stage, get me off the stage. Yeah, because all these famous people are just raising an eyebrow at her. It's like, I've been in a few auditions where you start and you, you're just like, I just want to get this done as soon as possible because I'm just like, I got to get out of here. Oh. Oh, that is... This is like... That was the harshest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So this is kind of like... It's what a lot. Are, this is where we're going today. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go there. I'm but, ready. <laughs> What what's got to happen? Um, wow! Yeah, it's yeah. dark. Ay ay ay! All right, guys, let's just <laughs> we're gonna okay. we're gonna talk about serious stuff, I guess. Yeah. Hello and welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney, a podcast dedicated to the legendary pop princess Britney Spears. I'm your host Jen Zabrowski. And on this episode, we're talking about Britney's fifth and potentially most influential album, Blackout. 
Today I have not one but two guests, Jason McAuliffe, creator and showrunner of television's Heathers for the Paramount Network, and Annie Mebbin, executive producer and head writer of Heathers, and whose work you've also seen on The Goldbergs, Community, Happy Endings, and so many other things. Jason and Annie, welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney. Hi. Hi. This is um this is a pretty pretty epic album, uh, a big time in Britney's life. We were just watching her performance. That's um, why we seem so down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a dark place yeah, right now. We watched her performance on the VMAs of Give Give Me More. Give Me More. Give Me More. And it was tough. But why don't you set it up? Like, yeah. Give the context. I just wanted to explain our voices right now. Yeah. No, it, it, it's like we just watched a really sad <laughs> cat video where the cat dies at the end. <laughs> I, I know other, other episodes, it's like we've watched... Um, her performance at the VMAs of Oops, I Did It Again when she did the strip tease and then, uh, you know, was doing satisfaction into Oops, I Did It Again, that epic performance. And then um, another episode, we started it by watching her VMAs performance. With the snake. Yes, of I'm a Slave for You. Iconic. And those, you know, you roll in and, and it's high energy. So, yeah, this this is a different uh, a, a different kind of episode. But I will say, like, this... This album uh, is potentially her most influential album. Um, since then, uh, this was released in 2007. So, and here's the good news, guys. We already know that Britney makes it out. Like, she... she I mean, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, but, well, I mean, she's... She's not dead. She's not dead. She is, is alive. She's getting better. Yeah. She's with her kids. She just did finished a four-year run in Vegas. So, I mean, she's still working, and she's work Not just still working, but dare I say, I think she's thriving. She has a man. She has a very, very sexy... Much younger boyfriend. She's had, she has a boyfriend? Yes. Mm-hmm. She posted a picture of him right after the halftime show, which I think was also like, I'm also okay. Where did she... <laughs> oh, because of... Mm-hmm. Where did she meet him? I don't know the deets. I only saw pictures of them so in front know. of a they, waterfall. They met on um, the set of her music video. Uh, what, is he a director or something? No, he, he he's like a music video guy, like a model. Like a dancer? Not necessarily a dancer, uh, a music tough. video model. That's even tougher. And um, does she have a prenup? Are they married? They're not married. Okay, good. they're not married. I I wonder if she'll ever marry again. But he, they seem very happy. He calls her um, his lioness. I, they seem to be a match. <laughs> Look, I'm happy for her. That's great. But yeah. she should get a prenup if she decides I to marry him. Wholly agree, Brittany. If you're listening. Get a, prenup. get a prenup. I have a lot of I'm, advice. Go I'm to sure lawyer.com. <laughs> download one. Um, so Legal Zoom. Legal Zoom. Legal Zoom. Legal Zoom. Brittany, go to legalzoom.com. <laughs> um, so, but when this album came out, okay, this album was released in on October 25th, 2007. Leading up to the release of this album, Brittany had uh, been in and out of rehab a few times. For what? Did, or did they ever really like explain it? Great question. I never yeah. knew. Because I feel like that whole time everyone knows about the breakdown. Everyone knows the like head shaved and hitting a car with an umbrella. But like you never really know. It's like, you know what she needs to do right now? She needs like one of those deep ass documentaries. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like an HBO, like get Errol Morris to do like a real two hour documentary. Oh, I would she, watch that. She did. Um. She did a documentary of sorts. No, but she has to be this. like real about yeah. it. it can't oh yeah, be like produced by her. I, I wonder how deep she's willing to go, and honestly, how much she's willing to share. It's like we've taken everything from her. I don't know if she wants us to know her story. It's a theme in her work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she's one of the last mysterious creatures left in entertainment. True. I, I think you know that's part of her. What I what I love about her, she's like a unicorn. But what she she released. Um, a letter and she put it up on her official website right after she had gone in and out of rehab and so wait wait let's break it down she went to rehab twice maybe don't know what for for what don't know for what in this letter that she released and it was i believe before this performance um but after the rehab stints she said that um 
she said, even to this day, after having gone to the very humbling place called rehab, I don't believe that I was there for alcohol or depression. She said that she um, had a love addiction, a really hard time after her divorce. She does seem like a love addict. And, and, you know, I have this, like, I think all of her intelligence lies within her physical body and, and in movement. And I, you know, like when she first got together with Kevin Federline, there's video footage of her talking about their sex life. And she said in this way, she just kept saying ecstasy, ecstasy, ecstasy over and over and over again, telling her makeup artist, she was like in the makeup chair talking about it. And so I think it was like it became an addiction. She was like addicted to him in this way, like their physical then, connection. So, was so, so just I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get the facts yeah. so that I. Yeah. Sure, sure, so sure, he, sure. So they broke up. He did he divorce her? No, she divorced him, and she told him over text message that she was divorcing him, and it was only, I believe, two months after the birth of their second child. So the birth of the second child, she divorces him, breaks up with him, divorces him, then. Where does rehab fall after that? She starts, so she sends this text message and then she reunites with her manager, Larry Rudolph, who's been in and out of her life this whole time. She starts partying like crazy. And this is around the time when she's like, I don't remember. I remember like she was like hanging out with paparazzi. Like she was befriending Mm -hmm. paparazzi, which is tough. Mm -hmm. And this is something I wanted to, (laughs) to touch down. Uh, and then um, she was hanging out with Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. And this was the start of that. We're not going to wear underpants and we're going to get out of cars and let the paparazzi take pictures of our vaginas. That that I like, like that you call them weird. underpants. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? Why it's, was that a thing? You know what? I think visible panty lines. It was a time of bandage dresses and bodycon fashions. Mm-hmm. And I don't want a VPL if I'm them. So you don't think it was like intentionally spreading legs no. take a picture I mean like, maybe eventually yeah. further down okay. the line but I don't think with these I don't think with like Brittany guys I really respect that opinion no I think it, I, I don't think that was intent. I mean I'm sure when you get down to the like dregs of the celebrity earth there was some people that were like oh yeah, but, but not Brittany who among us hasn't accidentally flashed some beef getting out of a car if there was a (laughs) (laughs) if there was a camera on you 24 7 and you're in a low car you're trying to get out off a curb oh yeah you know absolutely your stylist told you not to wear underwear yeah i mean i think they came by it honestly and you're drunk as hell you're drunk you're (laughs) fucked up beyond recognition and that's what she was saying she was like i'm 25 Mm -hmm. i've gone through a, a horrible divorce i was sad i wanted to party I think the missing piece is like, well, but you had two children under the age of Yeah, but there, she three. had a bunch of nannies. Mm-hmm. Kids were fine. Well, she did get herself into some trouble with that. Um, her children were taken away from her. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, I, forgot I forgot about, about that. All this. She locked herself in a bathroom with um, either both or one, one of her children. And that's when everybody showed up and they took her out and then in the stretcher and put her in... in she, oh my she, god! She ha- was what is it called a fifty-one fifty? Yeah, fifty-one fifty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she like wasn't let out. That was all. All this. This was this time. I mean, this was like really. Did her dad take like the judge granted her dad like control over yes. her life at a certain point? Mm-hmm. Wait, was and this, didn't... that was after. This was all around around this time. And she went okay. back home, and she wanted to be with her friends from home. That's a mistake. Right? Didn't she? <laughs> didn't she go back to Louisiana and like hang out with her high school friends for a while? That was right after her breakup with Justin, and okay. that's when she married that guy from her hometown. That's for right. in oh God, Vegas for like twenty four hours oh or whatever. God. Oh, in real life, she's really lived. I, I hadn't done anything in my life, but I really marked time by her because I'm the same age as her, I believe. Mm-hmm. So as well, I was like, I wasn't. I. I wasn't divorced with two kids. I was like... Annie, where were you at 25? Were you married? I was engaged to be married. I was living in a one-bedroom apartment in Hollywood. And I didn't have a care in the world. I certainly didn't have two kids and paparazzi chasing yeah, me down the street. she married real So she was dating Justin Timberlake way earlier. Yeah, then like a college sweetheart if they went to college. With so she didn't. really liked him. And then they, they broke up. And then she replaced him with 
uh, what's his name, Kevin Federline, sort of like a you know low rent Justin Timberlake. Yes. And then that didn't work out. And yeah. now she's got two kids. But now she's making the same. She's dating the same person again. He seems Just, to be. I mean, he's not a yeah. tad simpler than it's the same even as Kevin Federline. I mean, the the situation is the same. He was a dancer on one of her videos. This new guy was involved, you know? Mm-hmm. But Kevin Federline had these, like, wolf eyes. He did. From the minute he came on the scene, I was like, run, girl. When I first moved to L.A., and this was around the time they met, um, Brittany, it was rumored that Brittany kept going to this club called Joseph's, and it was like a... Oh, I know it. It's Greek. Yes. 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 And my friend Jill and I... We were like, we have to go, and we we would go to Joseph's, and we would wait and hope that Brittany was going to show up. And it was like we went three times, and all three times, like when we left, that's when Brittany would come because we just didn't even have. Even then, we were so young. This is now like at twenty two because you're like it's nine thirty. Even at twenty two, I'm like I cannot stay till this place is going to close, waiting for Brittany. But that's when she would like show up, and that's where they met was at this club, Joseph's. What would you have done in the club when Brittany showed up? Just walk us through what you... Would you have talked to her? I probably would have. At the time, I when I would go out... But don't you think she had bodyguards? I don't think she did. I think she, she would have become your friend. Dude, that famous bodyguard. I think this is... I think she, she was so... the one so, celebrity where it might work. Yeah, <laughs> I think she was... moment that yeah. I missed? Yeah, I missed, missed it. it. I think up. she needed you. <laughs> Oh man! Wait, is this all my fault? Is that what it could be? <laughs> yeah, this podcast is like your way of processing how you failed. Wait, did I ever tell you my my Britney dream that was like so vivid? I'm sure I have. Please share. I think it was around this time she was in her dark period, and I dreamt that my dad and my stepmother adopted her, and she was living in our attic. And I went up there to see her, and I was like, here's what you're going to do. It's going to be like coming out of the dark for Gloria Stefan. You're going to take a minute. You're going to go. You're going to do like a yoga retreat. You're going to get that body back. You're going to let your hair grow a little bit to like a cute pixie. And then you're going to come back on the scene with an emotional ballad, and you're going to cry when you perform it. And then Justin's going to take you back. Why didn't we? Why didn't she do that? that I don't know. Like a great... I, didn't tell, I only told her in a dream. <laughs> That's such a good plan. <laughs> oh my Instead, God. yeah. It's, it's dark, but, pe- but she like, I mean, we talk about a lot of this when we're writing our show, but like she kind of, how do I describe it? But like she, our society had to destroy her. And that is what's so sad about Britney Spears. But it's like um, American culture like one of the sort of one of our beliefs as a society and like one of our like I call it a lie that we tell ourselves but some people believe it but it's that money will make you happy mm-hmm. you know and it's sort of if you work hard and but you it get, does Jason. And, <laughs> and you get famous and you get rich you know you will be happy and then so someone like Britney Spears who you know is from Louisiana not a wealthy person obviously when she's born, then suddenly gets all that. She has an unlimited amount of money. She's incredibly beautiful. And then she's still unhappy. And what that does, I think, in our society is it makes Americans turn on someone, sadly, because they, Britney Spears is a a walking reflection that everyone else is living a lie. So she is like, all of this hard work. So, and that's what I think this is. And like we talked about it in the context of Anna Nicole Smith, because it's the exact same thing where it's like both of these women are literal constant reminders to the majority of people in the country that the, the bill of goods they've been sold is a lie. And so we have to either disbelieve the lie or destroy them Mm -hmm. and we choose to destroy them and i think that's what we did with britney and can i say my personal britney journey when britney came out i was in high school and i feel like up to that point i had been sort of raised on this like riot girl pop culture of like sleater kinney and the breeders and like kim gordon and i just felt like bubblegum pop was over and then she showed up and it felt like like she was a sexy baby and that was like 
the aesthetic now. And mm-hmm. were you? Did you like that, Annie? No, or were you, I. You, yeah, was you were fucking livid. Cool stuff. Yeah, I okay. was livid, and I remember we went to grad night. You know, it's like Disney at night for seniors, and she performed at grad You're from night. Florida. I'm from yeah. Florida. No big deal, not to brag. <laughs> um, but she performed, and I remember being like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wait till Real Big Fish plays, but I'm not gonna watch this." And I didn't watch her. Oh my. Oh I my know. God. I don't know if I can. Pearls before swine. Oh. And I, my friend Amanda, shout out to Amanda if you listen to, this, I'm sure she'll listen to this because she loves Britney. But she was like, one day you're going to kick yourself <laughs> because she's iconic and you don't, you just don't yeah, see it yet. She came out in what, 99, 98? Yeah. But that was, in a weird way, it's like hard as you get older, it's hard to recognize this. But it's like what she was doing then. I mean, I don't think she was conscious of it, but it was kind of punk because it was like, a way to piss off the parents of the people that would have bought her album. And the way you do that, because those parents grew up on punk, so you couldn't be like, you know, fuck the man, fuck the system. They would be like, yeah, great. You know, the way you piss them off is like being something that they find offensive, which is like sexualizing a little girl. And so like as you get older, that becomes harder and harder to recognize because it actually pisses you off. So it's like doing what it's supposed to do. But it's hard to recognize it, you know? And she was, I mean, that's what rock and roll is. She was like punk. But I feel like it wasn't coming from her. I feel like no, it was no, no. coming but from no, these like corporate is. overlords. Yeah, but it never, it, I mean, it, it never is. It, well, like, it what, about the same time though, I, I don't think, like what Jason was saying, I don't think she was conscious of it, but I do believe it was authentic to her. Like she would say, it was my idea to tie my shirt up in the Hit Me Baby One More Time video. And she was like, it was just like, was probably she would probably say them like it was uncomfortable like I needed mm-hmm. to dance like she would do these things that I think were really authentic to her, um, and I think she thought she looked cute in pigtails and I think she, um, but because she was a child and she's not conscious of what yeah, she's and also, out well, there. I mean, what was she like seventeen, eighteen? You know, as an adult, you look back and you think that's so young. But get into your mindset when you're 17. Oh, you think you you're a grown. You fully think you're a fully functioning adult. Like, there's no, there's nothing in you that's like, I'm a, just a child, you know? I mean, think about when you're 17. Like, you were like, I could handle anything. Yeah. Just yeah. driving around in a black Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. With oh a car phone. Yeah. I thought the world was mine. I, like, I had it a was. sex life. I was a, I had braces and a sex life. Was. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> But I I really came around on her, I would say, halfway when she came out with that snake Mm. in the VMAs. That was like, I was like, oh, now she's being a danger slut and I'm here for it and I love it. And but when she went insane, Mm -hmm. that's when I truly fell in love with her because I that's That's when I that's when I said to myself, like, I understand you now and you seem human to me and you. You're like yeah. raging against the machine. Yeah. So for me, it was the opposite. Like once she turned on the world, I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I'm, I'm regretting. I, I went to see her Vegas show for my bachelorette party. Annie, you were there. I was there. Um, and yes, we've seen the photo. And uh, hopefully when this comes out, you'll post this photo. So the photo of the meet and greet. This photo of it looks you photoshopped completely. With Britney Spears. Britney Spears looks terrified. <laughs> But I'm kind of on her side because you are dressed as her, which is so scary. Well, I didn't know I was going to meet her. It was a surprise. I was told when I got to the Bachelorette and um, and I lost my mind. I was like, oh, wait, but I'm wearing this. I'm going to be wearing the Hit Me Baby One More Time Catholic School Girl uniform. That's going to be so weird. And um, and I, when I went to meet her, the first thing out of my mouth was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm wearing this and meeting you. Like, I had no idea I was going to meet you. Like, I wouldn't have worn this. And she just <laughs> kept looking at me, and she was like, no, it's cute. The photo looks like it's you have cute. a knife to her back. Like, <laughs> it truly does. It literally looks like you just whispered, like, give me all your money, bitch, and smiled for the camera. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You have to post that photo when this comes out so oh, people can see. Oh, oh, I was actually really holding it in. I was like, I'm happy, but I was also so sad because meeting her in person, and this was at the beginning of her Vegas show and her of her run in Vegas, and after meeting her, I went back and saw the show a few years later, and I'm really glad I did because she wasn't fully present. 
Oh my god, it was the first time. Yeah, the, it when was this dark. Was taken, oh really? So it, it was sort of was like dark. the VMA. It was a lot like that, and the backup dancers like she would sort of like half-assedly like flip her wrist in a gesture that i think was meant to be like a really strong striking gesture and so then she would just like like and the backup dancers would like collapse to the floor with all this commitment and you're like oh i see what the show is supposed to be (laughs) but you're just like yeah there's some like very stressed out choreographers every night somewhere it felt like she was marking it like you're watching it felt like she was marking a performance in yeah, it's rehearsal. like when you do a rehearsal and you do it at half-ass. Yeah. We do, I, that always like freaked me out when we were doing our show. Because it's like you just do the rehearsal and the actors never do it full strength because like then they'll lose their energy or stuff. Well, but like, it's always a fuck? little... You're always like, you're like this is <laughs> sucks. <laughs> but then they nail it. So, she's, so, she's, so you've been back to her show in Vegas and she's back on, on to herself. It's great now. Yes. Okay. There's I want to go again. There's still something that's a, a little bit missing for me. Xanax. But, but, but she is throwing herself on the ground. She's flipping the hair. Yes. She's hitting the moves. Great. And there's always like these flashes during mm-hmm. the show where she is really there. Right. And even if it only lasts three seconds, it's thrilling. Well, because I remember... Getting ready to see the show, they show you sort of like a retrospective of like all her videos and all these moments. of. And for some reason, every lobby. time she says it's Britney, bitch, it like, I don't know, it gives me chills. <laughs> it truly does. So she's all like, it's Britney, bitch. And they're showing you all these videos of her like dancing and you're like, oh, I'm about to see her. Like it just, what is it was the... wild. And then she comes out and it's like she's a reanimated corpse and it was crazy. What is the audience like? Is it just like? It was all like people like us. A lot of bachelorette parties, a lot of, um, well, and then there was a bachelor party, which is such a smart move. It's like, it's a bachelor party. Go, go see Britney Spears. You're going to not only see Britney Spears, but it will be filled with bachelorette parties. Um, and. Mm. Okay. Uh, a, I'd like to talk to those guys. <laughs> I just want to know more. That's all. Before that's, we... that's your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know more. That's all. And, um. And then it is a lot of women who look like Britney Spears. Also, a lot of women from, I feel like a lot of Texas wealthy mm-hmm. women with blonde hair extensions and yeah. very large diamonds. Makes sense. Yeah. Are Makes there. Um, Go where you're comfortable. Uh, and then there's a pit where you can, you can stand in the pit and dance. And that surrounds her runway and stage. Did you go there? I didn't do that. We had excellent seats, We had great though. seats. It was amazing. We could really see her butt. And I started to get so... I became so anxious watching the performance at my bachelorette party because she was... I don't want to just assume that she was on Xanax, but something was going on. And um, So it's like... It's like... Yeah. It's like... Because watching the VMA performance that you just showed us is the same thing where it's like... It's almost this like level of sadness... And you kind of want to help her, but you can't because... I started dancing so hard. <laughs> I did like a full, full out like performance. Like I thought I could channel my energy to her. And every time she would come by our, our area, I would just scream like, you can do it. It was but also, really, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was rough. How old is Britney Spears? She is 35. 35. Yeah. I mean, she's, this is a 35 year old woman we're talking about, which is weird that we still infantilize her. And oh, I yeah. think that's going to happen for the rest of her life. And that could also be part of her problem. I mean, this is a grown adult. I mean, this she could be president. You know, she could legally run for president. So it's weird that we... And I do it too. It's just... Con, it's just... It's so hard you know, not to. She yeah. is, she's Britney Spears. There, yeah. is only, there is only one Britney Spears. I, if we, I have in front of us um, the, um, the album... In the the uh, the list of songs on the album, uh, you know she had had this breakdown. She did this performance at the VMAs right before the album was released, and then so everyone kind of was like, "You're over, you're done." But this album is amazing, right? Um, it's got "Give Me More," "Piece of Me," "Radar," right "Break the Ice." These were all um, really great. "Give songs. Me More" was written by Carrie Washington. What? No, no, no. Carrie Hilson. Oh, Sorry. Carrie Hilson. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, the way it's written. Okay. James Washington. Right. Carrie okay. Hilson. But I would, that would be That great. would be amazing. That would be great. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's but just you know, assume she wrote it. I really like this album, and I really like these songs, but do you guys find that you're listening to the song, it starts out with a bang, much like her Vegas show, where you're so excited, then you're listening to the song and you're into it, and then it never really goes anywhere? It's almost like the album itself is sedated. <gasps> yes. I felt like I was on drugs. Interesting. I, listening to this from beginning to end, I was like, whoa, I feel like I am like at the end of the roughest well, night of my life. It, it yeah. always... I don't know why big stars do this, but they always, for some reason, have an album that's like about their celebrity. And I always feel like that's when I'm like, ugh, God. And this is sort of Britney's version of that, where it's like, it's just like, no one cares about your, you know, I mean, it's just, it's very hard to get people to like care about the fact that you're, that people want a ton of shit from you. Well, what's really funny? Which is, it's not, I'm not saying it's not a real problem. It is a real problem if you're her, but it's... You become a spectacle. It yeah. becomes less like, oh, this song is about Michael me. Michael Jackson did that. Yeah. Janet Jackson did, had one and of Beyonce those. Beyonce did Lemonade. She did a whole album about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's slightly... Di- she did it better in a way that she, like... Because that least, was about betrayal, too. Yeah. She brought it back about to, like, a, a sort of a universal thing that oh, people what could... What you guys are saying is just about, like, their fame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's just, just about fame, and it's sort of like... Uh, it's it's a lot to ask of people, I think, to care about. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The producers and writers on this album were told not to, to write about Britney's personal life. So she tried really oh. hard. That's what I found to be so interesting about what you said I mean, they obviously they gave in to peace in peace of me. Um, no, but peace of me about is about her. fame. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. But th- so they went in with the intention. She didn't want the songs to be about her personal life. But then they were like, "Well, we have peace of me," and she was like, "This is great." So they put it on the album. Interesting. Um, and also, uh, it's Britney bitch. What you were referring to earlier, Annie. This is where this is the beginning. This is where this it came is, from. This is. Yeah, this is wow. its origin story. Now, when did she? When did she tongue Madonna? This is after. That's after. Blackouts after. No, no. When? When? When did she kiss Madonna? In the zone. It was right before she released In the Zone. Do you guys? Am I imagining this? Okay. There was that documentary that she had on MTV. That's right. Where she's being interviewed. Um, I want to say in Japan, and they're like, "Oh, when Madonna kisses you, she take your life essence." And <laughs> Wait, Britney goes. <laughs> Britney goes. No, no. And they're like, yes. And she's like, no. And they're like, she does. She did. <laughs> like, it seems like there's Wait. a language barrier, but it also seems oh. like they're telling her that Madonna siphoned her. Oh, wow. Do you think essence. that's true? I, please, somebody out there. Oh, my gosh. I believe it. Send us a message to know that I didn't just invent this. It's possible I dream of Britney, but maybe. Oh, my Any, God. If you saw uh, this and you can corroborate it. Japanese witches that are listening, <laughs> please. Right in. Do you guys remember the kid that said, um, 
he made the YouTube video because this is like right at the beginning of YouTube. And oh, he leave Britney alone. Leave Britney, Britney alone. That's right. Yeah. That was such a big thing. And then he became a porn star. Yes. And now, but now he's got his life on track. Like yeah, he leave followed. Him alone. <laughs> he followed Britney's uh, uh, path too. What was his name? Chris. Chris Crocker. Wow. Croker. Crocker. I don't think people now, if you weren't alive in that time, or you weren't like conscious in that time, uh, I don't think people realize how, because now with the president we have, he's sort of like sucked all that oxygen away. So like we don't really have this like thing anymore where we follow celebrities. I mean, I haven't even, thought, I don't even know who I anyone didn't is. even know that. Like different people had babies. No, I was yeah, like hearing it's about a, it later. But, and but 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 in the in the two thousands, that was like huge. No, I mean no one. I mean people didn't pay any attention to a literal war that we had, which makes. I mean, and it, you know, it, it's like a, actually a serious issue, and it could lead to like a very serious discussion. But it's like, I I think people don't realize like how massive all of this stuff was. It was like on the real news every night, you know, over and over again. And then the internet was just sort of, you know, blossoming into its own sort of beast. And then, but yeah, but now I think, uh, unfortunately, well, for, you know, fortunately for people like Brittany, but unfortunately for the rest of us, like pre the president has sort of just sucked all that oxygen away and he's just turned his own, you know, everything. He's just sucked it all away. So you wouldn't, this could be happening now to stars and you wouldn't even know because yeah, no, no one has the like, bandwidth for it. Like if Miley was at a gas station barefoot, nobody would no. hear about it. I don't even know. Are there paparazzi anymore? There are, but. There must be, but. I haven't seen. Does anyone see well, those photos? Where I mean, do they even buy look them? At like Kylie Jenner is so, just so famous. And she had a, when she found out she was pregnant, she went into hiding and no one saw her. Like it was possible. You know Did what I mean? Did she have her baby? She had her baby. Yeah, oh. see, I didn't even know that. Like if it was 2007, I would have known the baby's name. I would have known Stormy. what hospital. The baby's name is Stormy. With an I. For real? Mm -hmm. She named it after, does she watch the news? <laughs> that, Stormy Daniel. That does make you wonder about that. <laughs> but I wish her well. Congratulate her. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. Kylie. But she was able to <laughs> your, go into hiding like people. Name your baby after a porn star. Good job. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she just couldn't do anything. On her her baby's really name is. Yeah, this is this is for this is a sidebar for. We often joke that Jason and I are going to have a podcast where I tell Jason news of the day and he just reacts to it for two minutes. I don't. Re I totally don't pay attention to any of this stuff. And then Annie will like come in. Did you hear that? Donald Trump like peed, had these people pee on a bed because Obama slept there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh my God. It's such a joy to tell him the news. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever like that? Can't be. That can't be true. Every day. Yeah. I mean, everyone thinks that every day. But like, yeah. Does she? No one in her family told her that there's a super famous porn star in the news named Stormy. Look, this is a different topic. <laughs> this is for your podcast. We need to talk about the Kardashians. I think it's also like Kylie's going to, she's taking back the name. You know, she's like, I'm no, taking back Stormy. You're very generous. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's a different spelling, Jason. It's oh, not... is it Stormy with an I? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. That's even worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Also, I think it's like everyone can have can I, we have so much more. I feel like we have more compassion now. Yeah. Um, well, like mm. if this happened to someone, or maybe it wouldn't happen to someone now because we wouldn't push someone. Would we push someone? I, I, at that's this point? that's very generous. I don't know if the world is more compassionate now. I think it's just we're preoccupied now. I think we just don't care now. There's bigger, we've got bigger fish to fry. I think so. I mean, we had bigger fish to fry in the 2000s, but we just didn't. We ignored them and yeah, we, we let them rot is, and now yeah. we live in the filth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now we live in the, the corpses yeah. of rotting fish yeah. that should have been fried. So she shaved her head. What When she had the umbrella and was hitting a car, whose car was that? A paparazzo's oh, car. Okay, got it. And immediately following the shaving of her head, she went to a tattoo parlor and she got two tattoos and the tattoo artist was like, why did you shave your head? And she said, 
I'm tired of everyone touching me. Really? Yes. God. That yeah. to me broke my heart. That also sounds a little like some postpartum. Because it was two months after she had given birth to her right, second child. Right. Shout out to uh, myself and my mom. <laughs> and when uh, you first have a baby, sometimes you can get what's called touched out, which is because you're nursing, you always are holding a baby. You, the ah. physical touch can become overwhelming. And then, especially if you have postpartum anxiety. And then on top of that, she's a celebrity. People are futzing with her. It seems oh like maybe she had some of that going on. Maybe. On top of. Yeah, I think so. I mean, who knows? Nowadays, people would have been like, yes, Brittany, you're awesome. Like, you know, and encouraging it. I don't know if that's better or, you know what I mean? Like nowadays, I think we go the opposite end where we um, we support and encourage everyone in everything they want to do when it's like, you know, trashing her is the wrong answer but also it's like she needs help she doesn't need you're amazing like i feel like nowadays people would be like yes girl get your mental breakdown yeah yeah Yeah. a little bit Mm -hmm. you know like but it's it's either way is not great it's just you know leave her alone it's really that chris cocker did it right is that's what people should do just let her mind like let her let her handle her shit or let me come over and explain to her <laughs> what would be the best course of action. Yeah, exactly. In a calm, loving way. <laughs> I wish I could have. I just, I really do feel like I could have been there for her during that time. I would have. Sliding been. doors of you like staying at Joseph's 20 minutes longer. God. But do you guys, no offense to either of you. <laughs> but do you How think dare this you maybe, <laughs> Do you think maybe this is part of the problem is that like you guys are. Treating her like a maybe a two year old, <laughs> like a sure. No, sure, no, no, sure. no. Never mind, never mind. I'm, yeah, I don't. Just a thought. I do feel like there was a time when anyone who happened to be in the same hot tub was as her became her best friend for like six months. Yeah, but she was looking for that. Yeah, that's probably and, true. But it was the wrong. It, it was, was the wrong kind of people. people. It wasn't a Jen Zabrowski in those type. hot tubs. Yeah. Oh man, we could have become such good friends. I mean, to be fair, my life was a mess in 2007. I mean, Brittany, I wasn't shaving my head, but. And no one cared what I was doing, so I was able to break down. What privately. was happening with you? What was your well, journey? I was, I was I was dating I was dating a uh, a person who was uh, who was like twenty years older than me, which is fine, do your thing. But he was an unhealthy person. Uh, really? Yeah. I didn't know this. Oh, it was. A... <gasps> I liked him. <laughs> oh wow. Um. Yeah. Who yeah. was it? He was just a guy. He was a contractor. He, but wore only flip flops. Oh, never mind. And um, uh, a contractor wearing flip flops is like on the job site. That's yes, it. you're supposed to wear steel toe boots. Yes, I'm giving you just a, a tiny look inside. I said he was unhealthy, okay. so this is just. Um, he also like. He only ate candy and smoked cigarettes and only dated women who were 22. I saw him maybe like, um, I don't know how many years ago. And he was like, how old are you? I was like, I'm thir- I think I was like 30. He's like, you're 30? I'm like, you know, when I get older, you t- you as well. You have, you have gotten older. <laughs> um, but it, so it was just like, a, it was a dark time. And I wasn't, um, I like allowed myself to stay in that relationship. But I think... Um, I this was around the time like I finally was like no and I broke up with him and started to get my act together but I just like couldn't I didn't let myself um receive positive things I wasn't like putting myself out there I guess this was Brittany before this was when Brittany was constantly going to coffee bean wearing those short shorts that's all like I remember that Distinctly, it was, was her probably, jeans like rolled. Down. Yeah, she really would wear these like short, short cutoff Look. jeans, and then constantly leaving a coffee bean with like. Back then, people we didn't know that those drinks were eight thousand calories. Back then, <laughs> remember they were like healthy. Yeah, like, you're like that's coffee. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, but so it's not her fault. Um, Jason, when you first got here, um, you were like Brittany and I are related. Brittany is my cousin. Everyone, let's talk. That's, about I know I'm bearing the lead. 
But <laughs> here's the thing. So, and I want to set her up with Annie's cousin. Cousin Zach, Zach Efron. Zach Efron is Annie's cousin. So we're going to make this happen. If you really think about it, it would be great. But Brittany, mm-hmm. I've never met her. She doesn't know she's my cousin. Zach I, Efron also doesn't know he's my cousin. I don't know that she's my cousin. Let's unpack no, this. I barely know. So <laughs> my parents were born on a tiny island uh, in Europe. It's like between France and Italy called Malta. And it's like 10 miles long. No one lives there. It's just, you know, tiny. Uh, but it's great. It's gorgeous, beautiful. You should visit. But if you Google famous people, famous Maltese people, uh, Britney Spears is like the only one that comes up. Um, so it's such a tiny place that you have to I mean, be it's 10 miles long. We have to be related. So uh, Brittany, as my cousin, I feel like I should be protective of her because I'm like her older cousin. And I, but I want her, I want to hook her up with Annie's cousin, Zach Efron, because if you think about it, Brittany dating Zach Efron, it's kind of a great idea. Yeah, they've been through a lot of the same things. They know each other. Is he on the straight street narrow though? I think so. How dare you question my cousin? Now, now how? I think how he had some trouble. It's cousins? very close. It's practically brother and sister. He is my grandfather's brother's wife's nephew. <laughs> Do it one more time. <laughs> my grandfather's brother's wife's nephew. Your grandfather's brother's <laughs> wife's nephew. You are related. I am related to him. You are related to. Technically, I am. Well, let's hook cousin Zach up with cousin <laughs> Brittany. Guys, let's, let's get a family this. reunion. Yeah. Um, like now, you said, they both have sick bodies. They both have sick bodies, which is the main thing when I'm setting people up <laughs> that I think about is how sick is, are each of their bodies. Brittany's current boyfriend is a trainer, and I think that's why she has, she is now, right now, she is in amazing shape. Yeah. And I think it's, he's, really encouraging like they're hitting the gym together it's their how old are her kids she has two kids now three yes i uh rachel's gonna look it up i think they're like 12 and they're one year apart they might be like 12 and 13 or 11 and 12 and they live with her oh well it's got to be they were born in probably if it's like yeah so they're got to be like 11 12 13 they're 11 and 12 yeah Gosh, that she had them so close together too. Oh, he, wow, she went through. Where does Ke- so she lives in Vegas? I'm assuming when she does the show, and then she has a house somewhere mm-hmm. around here. Well, we don't need. I mean, don't go visit her. But well, they and then where does Ke- did the kids still spend time with Kevin? Like, does he have custody? Do they share custody? They, where, where is he? That's what I would like to know. He stays quiet, and I think it's actually quite respectful. It he is. He is around. He's she, just occasionally golfing. Like, that is... Because he could have gone to a dark, you he know... He could have been in those pistachio ads. Remember Dancing those? with the Stars. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bullshit. Oh, no, my I'm God. I'm sure they played the pistachio ads that were... This is unrelated, but it's such a good idea. The people need to hear it. Yeah. I was talking to my friend Deanna. They need to do a Dancing with the Stars with all of like Trump rejects. So it's like Scaramucci, Scaramucci like <laughs> Kellyanne Conway, Stormy Daniels. Is she out? Kellyanne yeah, okay. Conway? She snuck out the back door. She's gone. I missed that. I, I know. Missed that too. I don't know. I don't know if she's out or not. I haven't heard from her in ages. Oh, it, oh, things move she? quick in that White House. Um like one of some of the old wives, Marla May I mean Marla who, would, Mables, who yeah. would not watch that dance with the stars. It's so good. I'd be there. ABC if you're listening. Night night one. Um you know, we've all obviously faced adversity in our lives in our own way, you know. Not me. Never. No. Okay. God, that's why we got to keep you around, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's why it's like I have even more respect is because she had to do all of this in front of everyone. And after when she came back and she did that mild documentary right before Circus came out. And that they, may or may not include the segment. Please let me know. <laughs> yes. <of> the, <laughs> but, she, but she said, they asked her, why did you shave your head? And she says, I just wanted to. I thought it would be cool. People shave their heads all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's like she, I think for her to fully come back, She's primed for it, but I don't know if she actually has. And I think she would have to like, but she might be ready soon. Maybe after this Vegas thing is done. I tried to get a therapist on here, but I didn't know that they're, you're not allowed to, 
hypothesize and try to guess what they're diagnosed. We're not. What, oh, like if you're like a real doctor. If you're a real therapist, you can do but we can do. You can. We can do. I want to hear your thoughts. Part of me, right? That's my thought. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, what happened to her? Like, what actually happened well, to that, Brittany? I mean, but, but can you give? Can you guys think of any examples of people who have like been through stuff like that who like came back and people are like down with them? Um. Hmm. I mean, women. Of course, men. Oh yeah, yeah. Men guys can, can do, do it anytime they want. They get to <laughs> but like, a million times. yeah, this is just like another, another year for Robert Downey Jr. And whatever. I say this in every episode, but like, fuck Justin for not showing up for her. I, I really say that in every episode. Well, I'm completely over him. So not, over. Him. I mean, and I don't want to defend him, but like, we don't know anything about the relationship. It was also this this. Thing where you said that thing about the VMAs mm-hmm. in 2007. Didn't they date in 1999 or 2000? Like that's kind of. But can you imagine seven years is but enough? But they didn't to even not... just have a. But they didn't. It wasn't even just like high school romance, college romance. They were childhood friends. They've yeah. known each other forever. But and... did he not like? I mean, doing that. I. I'm only. I'm only defending him just because. We don't know what he's done. He may have done a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. And it's also like, wouldn't it have been gross had he done it publicly? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what, like the fact that we don't know. I'm, I don't trust him. But like it would be gross if Doesn't he, he helped her. He but like women under the bus left and right. Maybe he does. I mean, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not. I don't look, even somebody know should be pro him because, you know, we, we can't just to, be here trashing him. It can't him. be me, but, like, I don't <laughs> care anything about Joseph Triple But I just, I'm just saying, like, if you have a friend that's actually in need, and you're both celebrities. It is kind of gross to like help them publicly. Like, you know what I mean? To be like, be like hi, I'm going to help you. But also here's a camera crew to like, and, and I'm going to tell a reporter about it. Like, but like, remember when Oprah did the whole thing for Lindsay Lohan? Where was that for Britney? Remember? I'm not putting this on Oprah's door. Oprah just didn't who, help Lindsay Lohan a bit. <laughs> Lindsay she Lohan tried. is a wreck. She tried. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did see Lindsay oh, Lohan shit. out. Can she hear Oprah? I'm not putting that at Oprah's feet. I feel like Oprah does her best. We're by the own office. I don't know if the people know, but uh, we record this right next to Oprah's office. In the own office. (laughs) We share a wall. She is listening. I did. I was out one night um, around this time, and it was right after Lindsay Lohan had gotten out of rehab, and I was at a different bar club that I can't even remember the name of it now on Santa Monica Boulevard, and Lindsay was there, and... um, it was when she was like wearing her ankle bracelet, but she was out and partying. That was a crazy time. That was a crazy time, and Chris Evans was also there, and um, and I, the, which Chris, Evans, Chris Evans, he's Captain America. I do not know the Chris's, and yeah, I feel like I deserve credit for his being cast as Captain America because I tapped him on the shoulder, and then I grabbed him by like with both both of my hands. I put his face in both of my hands. And I said, oh, my gosh, you are just apple pie. You are the Amer- you are America. I just <laughs> said that to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I got to go home. I got to teach preschool in the morning, which was true. And I left. Wow. You are responsible for him. <laughs> Clearly, it's a but I don't, clear line. He just was so he was he was apple pie. He was so mm. he was like a, like an American like 1950s G whiz kid, even in the club. Huh, he occurs to me like walking by a gap. I still don't know if I know which one he is. I don't know. Like they're all they all seem like they're all gap stores that I've walked by. Yeah. And not a little gone bit. In. Um, guys, did you know? So at at this time, uh. The biggest songs this year, that year in 2007, were Rihanna's "Umbrella," <gasps> which song. Britney they wrote for Britney. They and wrote she, it for Britney. She Brandy. passed on she it. Didn't want it? Yeah. Wow. That and but, Beyonce's oh, "Irreplaceable." Oh, of course she couldn't do it because it would have been crazy for her to sing that song "Umbrella" because there's a famous fucking picture of her with a shaved head smashing a paparazzi's car <gasps> oh with an umbrella. Oh my god, you're a detective. This is why she didn't do, I mean, because really, like, you, it would have been the song, people have been like, that's so crazy that she sang that song. You're absolutely right. Thank you. And this album, there's an amazing Rolling Stone, that, that's, we've, we've nailed we've it. <laughs> um, uh, there's an amazing Rolling Stone article that was written um, only a few months ago talking about how Blackout might very well be the best Britney album of all time mm-hmm. and also how it set the trend for pop music 
now. Mm-hmm. Um, the the just everything about the album is like now what we see in pop music right. with Selena Gomez and um, the way Britney just. Like kind of a little bit what you were saying, Annie. The no oh, climax. Never, yes. There's no. There's no Mariah Carey Xtina moment. It's just like a, like a drill. Mm-hmm. Who's the new Britney? Because I know nothing about those, about the girls now. Like, I think I, it's I don't Selena even, Gomez. Which is one the is closest she? We have Selena Gomez. It, well, Did she not date cousin Zach? Maybe. Did she? I believe. Yeah. I believe she did. But her big love is Justin Bieber. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so they're Who like the is new Sel- Britney. Is Selena Gomez from the High School Musical? No, that's Vanessa Hudgens. Hmm. But Selena Gomez, um, she's started out on Barney when she was like five or six. I gotta go. Um, <laughs> and uh, And then she was on... The Wizards of Waverly Place or something? So this is, it's the same trajectory. And she could have quite frankly had a breakdown too, but it's like the time she's living in is just not, I mean, if it was And she went to emotional rehab. She went to like so it's weird because it's like, yeah, that's the, that's a difference. She just happens to be living in a luckier time Mm -hmm. where like people just don't have the energy. Living in a luckier time. Yeah. Well, you just don't have the energy to deal with. Like, I don't know. I couldn't pick her out of a line. I'm assuming, I know she has brown hair, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm I, She's I, the most followed person is on Is she on Glee? No. Oh. <laughs> That's Leah Michelle. And how are they different? Leah Michelle and Selena Gomez. <laughs> I think you should play a game called And How Are They Different, where you show <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like a... Chris Pine and who's the guy oh, we're just, Chris, uh, Chris Evans. Evans and just be like and how are they different? <laughs> this is like when we're watching the VMAs and you're like there needs to be a subtitle of like this is the Spice Girls of now. Oh like, yeah, we were so we we all got together and watched the VMAs, which none of us ever would, but but uh, the Paramount Network was was releasing our first promo for our show uh, Heather's March seventh on the Paramount Network. But um, be there. They they uh, so we all got together and watched it, and it's just all of us feeling really old, no idea who it was. But we did think it would be really helpful if during those award shows, they just brought it, they just had like a little Chiron that came up. She's kind of like, like Lisa Loeb. Yeah, like she is, <laughs> like who is, Selena Gomez. This is, Selena Gomez is today's Britney Spears. And then I could be like, oh, you know, like these assholes wearing a hat are like, you're Jamiroquai. It's like maybe <laughs> if, if you punch, if like at the beginning of the, the program, you punch in your date of birth. And then the that references is a are great tailored. Idea. That's how so you play the game. Like, yeah. This game is of birth. Little Yachty. He is our LL Cool J. Is I don't is think he? He, I have I no idea. Oh, I, I love Little Yachty. Don't know who he is. Also known as Little Boat. In closing, <laughs> any favorite songs off the album? Well, surely give me more. Because it brought it's Britney bitch into our lives, which is something I, for a while, like to say as a joke. If I open my eyes in the morning, first thing, <laughs> I would look at you Matt and go, your husband? it's Britney bitch. <laughs> I can't believe he has a kill dude. <laughs> I would, I would be on his side in the courtroom trial. <laughs> be like, well, that was fucked up of her <laughs> to wake him up. Just like wake you up on like a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> like the birds are chirping. Britney bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, do you have any favorite songs off of this album? I'd say that one. I don't like Piece of B, but that's because I don't like when they talk about their celebrity. Mm-hmm. kind of bugs me. But yeah. Toy Soldier. I wish that was the one by Martika. That's not a cover of it, is it? No. Oh, man. That was such a good song. She should do a cover of that. I like Freak Show, too. Yeah. Yeah. The one song Britney wrote on this has a writing credit on this album. Yeah. And she performs it in her Vegas show. She She does. She puts a, a participant from the audience in a dog collar and they have to climb on all fours and then she spanks them up and down the Is stage. Is it always a guy? No. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's not a plant? No. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. Before the show, her people go and they kind of like look out. Well, that's not out. a plant. That's like a real person. I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's like not someone that works for her. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. It's always like someone who's there in Vegas. Like right, having right. A, yeah. Right. 
cool. What a thrill for that person. Well, how exciting. I mean, that's what I would have wanted. That would be such a great to job. To in be the dog hall. Yeah. spanked by Brittany. <laughs> yes. What a weird of job. Hi, um, my name's Annie. Um, I work for Brittany. So Brittany's going to come out and put you in a dog hall. <laughs> Are you okay with that? Yeah. She's uh, going to spank you. It doesn't really hurt. Yeah. It's a little sting. <laughs> Do you think they have to sign a waiver? Sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well... Guys, thanks for unpacking this very serious time in Brittany's life. Um, Look, bottom line is everyone loves her. She's going to get better. She is better. She seems better. It's great. She's a better person for having gone through this. She's probably way more interesting. That's what made me like her. Yeah, exactly. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And if it doesn't change you, like it's either growth or death. Yeah. And she and, keeps growing. And she should get a prenup. Yeah. LegalZoom.com. Mm-hmm. I think we should end it right there um Amy Nevin Jason McAuliffe thank you so much for being here thank everyone you if you're me. not already watching Heather's uh watch it uh it's the best I could not uh Wednesday night at 10 p.m awesome. set your DVRs couldn't love you guys more bye, bye. bye. campfire Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.